1: Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and affiliates national average 12-month savings of $744 by new customers surveyed who saved with Progressive between June 2022 and May 2023. Potential savings will vary. Discounts not available in all states and situations.
2: I just believe um, in the workplace today, um, the standard that the Shield stands for in the NFL. that uh you know that you have to stand for that and protect that
1: that was just a taste a snippet ooh, a glimpse oh of what went down yesterday
3: talk dirty good to me.
1: lord <laughs> jim ursay american hero American badass. (laughs) We got a lot to say about that. You know, Wednesday's in season, my favorite show, because we have the freest rain. We're not dictated by anything. There's no game to preview or react to. It's the midpoint between the week that was and the week that is to come. But a lot happened yesterday in New York City when the league gathered for their quarterly meeting. So that's going to dominate the discussion here and elsewhere today. We got plenty of things to say about... Jim Irsay, Dan Snyder, and more infighting among the members of Club Oligarch here on PFT Live. Presented by Google Pixel. Learn more at googlestore.com. Good morning, Christopher.
3: Good morning, Michael. Somebody got a haircut yesterday. You're looking sharp there, Slugger. You didn't?
1: Extra gel today.
3: Extra gel. Okay. It looks like there's like a little less hair on top. I thought maybe you got it cleaned <laughs> <Yeah>. up. <laughs>
1: maybe some fell out yesterday during the frenetic nonstop action with statements and counter statements. I got four or five different emails from a commander spokesman yesterday. Oh, I bet. You were in it. Responses <laughs> to this story and that story and this story. Good Lord. It didn't stop. It was one of those days where... Nothing was really happening, and yet everything was happening. By the way, by the way, there isn't so much going on that we can't waste some of Bobby D's time by talking about our own personal stuff. Let let me just make this observation about my studio assignment and location. When I am not there in studio, and I was back there in studio for the first time in a long time on Monday, but every other show— And pretty much for three years continuously, I've been here. There are two moments per year where I realize I have forgotten to do something very important. One happens usually around May, and that is I've forgotten to turn the air conditioner on, which leads to a very long and hot morning. And then occasion number two is, you know what? They may see my breath. By the time this is all over. Yeah, so you're I've that cold in there? It, <laughs> it is very cold. Chattering teeth cold. David Letterman's studio cold. That's how cold it is up here right now. So I I made a mental note last night because Tuesday night, I don't know where, where what day it is where the rest of you may live. And when I grew up, it was always Monday night. But Tuesday night is get the garbage out night. So oh, gotcha. as I was getting the garbage out last night. And every once in a while, and this is as useless as anything we'll ever talk about, but every once in a while, I think back to what the trash cans were like when I was a kid. Oh man, having to drag
3: them, right? Like like literally (laughs) drag them on the ground.
1: The the metal cans with the two thin handles that dug into the flesh of your fingers if there was a lot of stuff in the can. So you did drag them instead of trying to carry them because they would cut your fingers and they were rusty. So you'd You'd have tetanus and die. Yeah, now you got these. You got the. You know, you just tilt it back a little
3: bit. Oh, and it does it for like you. Driving it, a car, it, exactly. it's great. I know. And, uh, you're you're exactly right. Well, first off, it is like the. It's it was the coldest day of the year so far here, at least as far as waking up in the morning. I don't know what temperature it hit there in West Virginia, but w- walking outside this morning was the first morning I went, oh, gosh, okay. It was like 36, 37 degrees where I live. So uh, yeah, it definitely woke me up this morning. And then the garbage can thing, I can remember, I didn't have many chores growing up, okay, silver spoon environment, but one of my chores was, to take, the- was to take out the garbage and you know we had that that time it wasn't the metal garbage cans anymore but it was like the hard plastic ones right where you drag them to the end of the driveway and you know I drag drag you know drag them there to you know, two times a week, two times back, and they they had holes in the bottom. And I can still remember the day my mom got like the new garbage cans with the wheels on them. I was like, oh my gosh, this is unbelievable! It's going to make my job so much easier instead of me backpedaling and you know putting my legs and my quads into it to pull the garbage down to the uh, end of the driveway at the the Sims good household. exercise. Yeah, right. It was, it was good exercise. Unfortunately, it was always like, oh no, I got to take the garbage out, and it was like ten thirty at night or ten fifteen at night. So that was when you wanted to exercise as a child.
1: Well, look, I, the technology was vastly different in the 1970s. It was the metal cans that weren't all that big. We had two of them, and there was no such thing as the fancy garbage bag that went over the can that just tied up. Please. We haven't heard that in a while, though. I kind of like it. It is good.
3: <laughs> yeah. Back in your um, day of the metal garbage but, can. Uh,
1: But, we, you know, the garbage bags were the leftover grocery bags. The brown paper bag that you brought home from the grocery store got saved because then you stuck it in your trash can and you put your trash in it and you carried that out. So sometimes that was a little gross and it didn't hold in all the smells, especially when a certain five-year-old would piss in the garbage in the morning because he wouldn't go. He wanted to watch uh, cartoons and wouldn't go back upstairs. I've confessed to that before. You peed in the front yard, I peed in the garbage until the day my mom said, Why is this wet? And I thought, You know what? They're eventually going to figure this out. And I would have stopped by the time I was responsible for taking the bags of garbage out to the can <laughs> I hope and so. eventually taking the can out to the curb. So, anyway, during garbage night, I thought I should probably turn the heat on for tomorrow morning. And of course, I forgot. So, that's my story. Bobby D., you can start watching the show now. We're going to pivot to the things that actually matter. <laughs> Although you know what I got, did you ever hear from Bobby D? I did not hear from Bobby. D. Good, he Bobby didn't D hear may it. Not have been very Screw happy. Screw you, with, Bobby
3: D. You didn't hear it.
1: <laughs> the, he, the, or 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 he just didn't like right. the retaliation. He'll never complain again. Hmm. But a lot of other people, especially folks, because I thought maybe this is a UK mentality where they don't like. Oh, oh no, they, no, they 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 love it. They love it. They love to listen to us. For some reason, I don't know. We maybe we have a very deranged group that that watches this show. I don't know. They love to listen to us talk about meaningless stuff. So, Good. which pretty much sums up the full two hours. But they <laughs> That's particularly right. like you're the here. Meaningless stuff in the first ten minutes.
3: <laughs> PFT, meaningless stuff for two hours. Tune in tomorrow.
1: Pretty effing trivial, would I guess be the the uh, acronym? Uh, anyway, let's get to it. Let's Nothing to trivial. It. Happened yesterday in New York City. And let let me set the stage here because we know that the storm clouds are gathering over commander's owner, Daniel Snyder. And if there was any doubt, the lengthy ESPN.com article from last week, and I doubt that anyone read the whole thing. That's the little inside secret among people in this business. We all say bravo when somebody writes a 10,000 word article, but nobody ever reads it all. I guarantee you no one in this business read every word of that article. But there was enough to get people to say it's getting pretty deep for Daniel Snyder and this is going to be an issue next week. And I had reported on Football Night in America. There was no doubt this was going to be discussed in the owner's only session that was scheduled for late yesterday afternoon. But before they could even commence the owner's only session, enter Jim Arce, American (laughs) Badass, with his thoughts on whether or not Snyder should be ousted from club oligarch. Here's our say from yesterday.
2: You know, it's a difficult situation. Um, You know, I believe that there's merit to remove him as owner of the Redskins. Um, I think it's something that uh, we have to review. We have to look at all the evidence and we have to be thorough in going forward. But, um, you know, I think it's something that has to be given serious consideration
0: to. Jim, you said that Dan Snyder should get removed. Should the Snyder family sell? I I
2: said he should, there's consideration that he should be removed. You know, we have to complete the investigation. But but to me, um, it's something that I think serious consideration has to be given to the removal and we have complete authority to do that.
0: Of him or just the family, period?
2: I, I think, uh, uh, in general, of, of him uh, being removed and selling the franchise.
1: So, in other words, the family. In other words, all Snyder's out as having any involvement in the franchise. And we'll give Jim some slack for the slip of the tongue early on when he used the former name of the team. That was the only misstep that he had. Everything he said was spot on. And he said what everyone else is thinking. That's what we pride ourselves on. Yeah, right. This show and the website that I founded November 1, 2001, almost 21 years ago to the day, has always been premised on the idea of saying the things that everyone else is thinking but no one else will say. Ursay did it yesterday, and credit to him. It was the elephant in the room and he jumped on its back, and he wrote it all over Dan Snyder. And uh, it, it was a thing of beauty. It, it, it really was. Uh, I fully support everything he said because I know that he's far from alone. The question is, are there 23 others of like mind? That's really what's to be determined at some point down the road.
3: Yeah. I, I, I mean, you're right. I, I give him credit, too. I do. And, again, he wasn't, like, accusing Hey, he's, you know, like you said, one of the 32 oligarchs. He's just saying there's merit. There is merit, which is true. I mean, we would all agree with that, that there is merit to the thought of removing the Snyder family as an owner. Of course there is. It's like the the black spot or the bad spot or whatever the hell they call that spot, you know, on the league right now is the Washington Commanders organization. And then, of course, the emails and all the things that have gone on. I mean, other than Deshaun Watson, it's by far the worst story in football over the what last two or three years? Mike, am I? am right around that range, right? And then of three course, three years at least. Three years at, at least, least. Three years. Right. And he didn't accuse. He said, "Hey, we want to see all the evidence and and gather all the information." He wasn't trying to like say, "No, he's got to be out of here." Uh, I'm with you. I really give give him a lot of respect for. Uh, acknowledging it honestly if the owners didn't acknowledge it or at least he didn't acknowledge it yesterday I think that almost comes out as like tone deaf it's 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 like insensitive so the fact that he did it I think saves the other 31 from you know acting like wait what what the hell did you guys do in there you didn't talk about the thing that's like maybe gonna ruin the league What, what the hell are you meaning for so uh yeah good for him I'm with you Mike all the way there
1: the the behavior and the allegations have dragged down the reputation of everyone. That was also part of what R.C. said yesterday. And it makes them all look bad. It makes yeah. them all look like they're not responsible business people, that they don't know how to run an organization. Right. That it's they the boys allow- club. Things to happen that shouldn't happen. It's the madmen of the early 60s chasing the secretary around the desk and all of the other stuff that used to be commonplace that is still happening or was still happening because, again, they and we must give the Washington franchise all credit for changing with the figurative gun to their head. They play that song, Chris, Mm. and this drives me, I almost said it effing crazy. Every time they're criticized, they get indignant. They don't just point out, we've made all these changes over the last two years. They get indignant and pissed off at you for not giving them due credit for everything they've done with a gun to their head over the last two years. Because if they hadn't done it, he already would have been forced to sell. He didn't do any of this because he had some epiphany on the road to Damascus. He was going to be thrown overboard, and he did what he had to do to stay on the ship, at least for now. May not, may not be good enough. See, I think that's that's the ultimate frustration. Snyder's got to be thinking, I did all this stuff, and they're still trying to throw me off. What's going on here? They wanted me to do all this stuff, and I did it. So that should work, right? Well, no, maybe it's not enough. Now, uh, the commanders fired back on various fronts yesterday. Here's the email that was sent in response to the comments from Jim Ursay, it's highly inappropriate, but not surprising that Mr. Ursay opted to make statements publicly based on falsehoods in the media. It's always our fault, isn't it? That's an aside. Hmm. It is unfortunate that Mr. Ursay decided to go public with his statement today. While an investigation is in process and the team has had no opportunity to formally respond to the allegations, the commanders have made remarkable progress. There it is. (laughs) We have remarkable progress over the past two years with a gun to our head. We are confident that when he has an opportunity to see the actual evidence in the case, Mr. Ursay will conclude that there is no reason for the Snyders to consider selling the franchise and... They won't. You know, when I see that and they won't, my first thought is, oh, boy, hey, this is going to get real. But then I think back to 2013. Yeah. When. Never. When 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 uh, all caps never. Right. Was Snyder's response to right. changing the name of the franchise that are saying inadvertently uttered yesterday. So that has no credibility because all caps never. O'Clock came and went a couple of years ago. And and they won't. O'Clock is probably going to come at some point. In the next few years, it, it's going to be ugly, Chris. It's going to be a fight. There will be lawyers. There will be blood. There will be allegations. There may be dirt. And Irsay is the perfect one. He really to is. To stand in the face of it. Because what can you do to Irsay?
3: What I can don't you say he about Ursa right. He can not care about Irsay that we don't already dirt.
1: suspect <laughs> to right. know?
3: Right. Exactly right. We know he likes to spend cash. We know he likes to have a little fun at times, you know. Well, we do, you're right. I I don't think there's going to be anything turned over with Jim Mercer's life that we're all going to go, you know, I didn't think he was like that. It's kind of out there, the kind of man he is. Exactly right. And again, where... You know, the the comment where I disagree, I mean, of course I disagree with the r- remarkable progress thing. Like, get over it. Like, what, that's like a free pass. Like, we were shitty forever, but these last two years, <laughs> we've been pretty good. So, don't forget about haven't that shitty forever bank, spot. Haven't robbed a bank yeah, in two years. right. Haven't shot somebody in two years. We're remarkable pro- uh, progress here. <laughs> I mean, so, I mean, you're right. It holds no water. And uh Ursay, again, like, to say that it was inappropriate, I, I, I don't. I don't know. I don't know who could be watching or listening to that and say what he said was inappropriate. He addressed a huge situation. And, yeah, I'm interested. In, uh, what I want to know, Mike, or at least your thought here, you know, do you think it was tactical? Do you think other owners put him up to it? Uh, I know I saw a little blurb you wrote yesterday, You know, kind of throwing that out there, but I, I thought the same thing at first, too. Were they kind of trying to gauge the – you know, how the media would cover it and maybe Snyder's reaction here just to jump start it? Or do you think he kind of just came out of left field and just said, you know, the hell with it. I'm going to answer the question and here we go.
0: At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every basket, every game, every point, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a 3 point at the buzzer to tie the game or a player that goes two for two at the foul line. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only. Must be present in Virginia. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply.
1: I kicked around on that possibility a little bit yesterday, and I wasn't able to put any meat on that bone. There's some common sense to it. And maybe it's just one owner who... Wanted them that way someone yeah. and maybe just got him cranked up a little bit. We know how people are. We know that people like to stir it up a little bit and it doesn't take much with some people. You just plant the seed and the seed grows automatically on its own. And you go out and say that thing that the other person wants him to say happens all the time in all walks of life. So I don't know that there was a concerted plan among a cabal of owners who are behind this idea of getting rid of Snyder, all it would have taken was one person who is secretly and quietly anti-Snyder to get Ursay cranked up. But there's also a chance it was just Ursay going rogue and doing the NFL a favor because it did put the topic into the mainstream thought process among NFL media and fans. And, and the league will now see that, you know, where, where's the pro-Snyder pushback in the red state blue state reality in which we now reside as we approach yet another election we're as fractured as ever where's the fracture on this other than Snyder putting out statements on his own behalf who's out there saying how dare Jim Irsay besmirch the good name of Daniel Snyder they're in a single person the fans of the team want Snyder to sell they are going to party in the streets if this happens and you know what the only people Chris and I I know there's merit to this. There are some owners who would quietly support Dan Snyder, for one simple reason: they like kicking his team's ass once or twice a year. Yeah, I hear you. That may be one of the reasons why Jerry Jones.
3: Yeah, right. Keep that. Keep him there. Right, keep him there.
1: Dysfunctional teams do dysfunctional things. There's no doubt. Thing that they don't consistently do is win. Right. So it's easier for me to check that box twice a year. If Dan Snyder is owning the commanders, because God forbid they get somebody in there who really knows what he's doing and turns the team around. And then I got to deal with a tough opponent twice a year. I already got my hands full with the Eagles and now the giants may finally be doing something. I don't need the commanders to be nipping at my heels
3: as well. Yeah, that's a real thing. I mean, it's, it's the oldest trick in the book. There are, there are coaches in football who go, Oh, we're so happy that team owns or that guy owns that team in our division. And he hires who he hires. I mean, there, there's, there's more than a few that have that feeling. Or, you know, you talk about Nick Saban in Alabama. I love when he beats the crap out of some SEC team, you know, for like the ninth year in a row by, by 40 points. He's a hell of a coach. He's a great coach. Oh, my gosh, what a great program. I mean, yeah, of course. he wants- Don't fire him. Yeah, don't, don't fire him. Fire him. <laughs> <laughs> we love kicking his ass by 40 every year. Please. He does, he's great. Uh, so it is. It's funny that way. But um, Ursay tiptoed to the edge just perfectly there. He really did. I don't think he's going to get himself in trouble or anything liable that way. Right, Mike? And, and, you know, I think, again, he jump-started the conversation. I think what the disappointing part is, you know, as we dive further into this conversation is that, okay, that was it, though. The, the fact that there was no – the biggest story in the sport outside of just what's going on in the football field right now, all right, is this, period. And it, it does have the chance to ruin the league. And I just am shocked a little bit that there you know, was not more conversation about this during the owners' meeting. Again, I, I question that. The two biggest subjects in the league right now are the Washington Commanders and that if you kiss the quarterback, you get a 15-yard penalty. It's nothing to pass here. And we didn't discuss them yesterday. And that's, I don't understand that. And that bothers me as a fan and as an ex-player and a guy that loves the NFL.
1: Well, we'll get to nothing to pass or later in the program. Here's what Commissioner Roger Goodell had to say to reporters in his traditional post-meeting media availability.
4: It's an ongoing investigation. Uh, it's what we talked about. There were no interim reports. Uh, we have not gotten interim reports. Uh, we do not provide any because we don't have them. Uh, when Mary Jo White is done, with her investigation. We will share that with the membership and share it publicly as we committed to before. Uh, and I was very clear with them there's no reason for there to be any speculation uh, at this point in time or discussion until we have the facts. And so that was my message to the ownership. And there was little or no discussion. Are you surprised or you disappointed that Jim Ursay had strong comments about it? No. How do you like that? How do you feel about it? Pardon me? How do you feel about How that? do I feel about what? His comments. I just said, and I said it to the membership, speculation without facts is not a very positive thing to do. I think everyone deserves to have facts and to make sure those decisions are made with facts and the membership will have that opportunity. Do you feel
0: that Dan Snyder
4: is good for the league? I feel that everyone deserves the opportunity to make sure that they know the facts. So, speculation is not beneficial. I feel that strongly in my heart.
1: So, he doesn't have a problem with what Jim Merci said, but he's counseling the owners against speculation until they can get the results of the report that eventually will be given to them by Mary Jo White, who is doing a follow up investigation into multiple allegations directly against Daniel Snyder that weren't part of the prior investigation conducted by Beth Wilkinson this almost sounds like like a joke like i've made this up like how convoluted can this be this is yeah. all this is the timeline this is the chain of events they had a 10 month investigation conducted by beth wilkinson that they buried swept it under the rug kept it under the rug so as i see the commissioner talking about let's not speculate when we don't know the facts you have access to facts beth wilkinson has a file that for some reason you don't want to see. You've gotten the summaries. You didn't get a report. You know why they didn't get a written report? They didn't want a written report because a written report from Beth Wilkinson would have said, you should require this guy to sell the team. So they have been complicit in this, they being the league office. They have run interference. And I don't know whether it's because Roger Goodell's is afraid of what Daniel Snyder may have. Jeff Pash is afraid of what he may have. Jeff Pash, the general counsel who was implicated in some emails that he shared with Former Washington president Bruce Allen that made Pash look bad last year. That was the chaser to the John Gruden emails. Didn't get the same traction as Gruden. Didn't force Pash out of a job, but it was embarrassing. It was a bad look for the NFL. They, for some reason, Chris, July 1 of 2021, buried the evidence that Beth Wilkinson had generated. So, Roger, don't stand up there talking about speculation. We're past speculation. We have an investigation that got the guy essentially suspended, and he's still essentially suspended more than a year later. And he had to pay $10 million and $7 million in legal fees. You have facts. You have evidence already. This isn't speculation. We're just waiting for more. We already have some, some that got the guy in very deep crap with the NFL. So, and now we're just waiting for, I guess, the final straw that's right. going to break
3: the camel's back. Yeah, well, I guess that's what I was going to ask you, right? I mean, I guess are they treating, yeah, the Beth Wilkinson and and all of that as just like, hey, that's that's there and done with, and he's been penalized for that, and they're just waiting for the other shoe to fall. And you know, I, I, you know, again, Roger, I think said the right things. You know, he did a good job in pursuing or or, or, or at least um, supporting Jim Irsay to a degree, like you said there. You know, I do. I do think he has to say the things about, hey, we want more facts to come out. But I, I guess they're not even acknowledging that. Last, like he's paid his suspension, he's paid his fine, and that's that. This is a new ball game. They're waiting on here, or they're waiting for more information from this new investigation to come out, so that they can really, I guess, go to the full court press. I don't know, Mike. I'm asking. I think you. that's the key. Yeah, I right? think that's the key. Right. And and we'll talk more
1: about the evidence that was gathered by Beth Wilkinson and how that is impacting current events in a few minutes. There's a lot to get to, and I'm trying to have some sort of logical flow to this so people understand how it all fits together. But I think you hit the nail on the head. Roger Goodell is treating what happened in the past as over and done, the initial investigation. If they are going to make a run at Dan Snyder, it's going to be a direct result of the evidence that they get in the Mary Jo White case. Follow up. Right. Investigation. Right. And will that be enough to tip 24 towards saying, make this guy sell? Will there be greater transparency there? Will there be facts and details? The Robert Sarver case, the Phoenix Suns owner who was essentially forced to sell when the NBA punished him, they had some facts. There were never facts about Snyder. In July of 2021. This time around, it doesn't take much to start the groundswell where people say this guy's just got to go. Now, whether he responds to it that way is a different issue because he's Daniel Snyder. Here's another reason why it was smart for Roger Goodell to do what he did yesterday. If and when the legal crap hits the fan, the NFL will try, as we've seen time and again, to get any litigation in its own in house secret rigged kangaroo court over which Roger Goodell presides. And we've seen. In past cases, the things Roger Goodell has said be used against him in the arguments as to why he's not fit to be the person who decides these issues. So, smart play yesterday coming off as the voice of reason. Let's not prejudge. Everyone's entitled to a voice, everyone's entitled to a defense, everyone's entitled to their side of things. So, even though Snyder and his lawyers will still argue aggressively that Roger Goodell's not the person who should be resolving this if they think Roger Goodell would not give them the ruling they want, it's smart for Goodell to not give them any extra ammunition to say he's not fit to be the one who decides this issue.
3: Yeah, that's right. I, I, that makes sense. I mean, yeah. Well, why? When he can maybe have a, a real say in the matter here. And yeah, he doesn't want it to look biased. Uh, as far as sides he's taking or anything. That's what he's got to do is leadership. But, man, I, I uh, again, we'll see where this goes, and, and obviously we're going to have to wait for the, the Mary Jo White investigation to, to finish here, but I, I just have a hard time thinking that if it's not like Total exoneration, as it sits right now, I mean, like total and like wow, like everything we 've heard and all that it just it all ended up being just some disgruntled employees you know throwing stuff out there, which I highly doubt right, but uh, I, I just got to think that the owners want him out of there i, I just I, Ursay I think is speaking for others for sure, or at least it 's on their mind. How could they not I mean again it 's a one of the best franchises in football that's fallen to Crapville over the last twenty years. I mean it's it's one of the traditional like organizations in the history of football and they're not relevant, let alone kind of a laughing stock. Kind of like got a stadium in the middle of nowhere that nobody not even their fans want to go to. I mean, just from that aspect alone, like business part of it, I got to think the owners are disappointed in that fact with the Washington you know, franchise. You know, other than maybe the teams in the NFC East who just want to beat their ass all the time, and then the fact that you know he's there's you know a, a feeling of he could go scorched earth and 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 threaten all of us and all that. I can't imagine those guys, the, those 31 people, you back them into the corner with threats. Oh, yeah, yeah, they want to keep you around and let you hang around in the club. Yeah, okay, cool. Yeah, good luck with that. So, you know, again, I I just got to think it's going that way, and we'll see whenever this report comes out. But I'm, um, I'm certainly more interested now after yesterday.
1: Yeah, I think the reality is when these threats are made directly or via the ESPN report, more on that in a second, I think that it just makes the owners who are determined to act more determined to be careful. And dot their I's, cross their T's, and yeah, their P's right. and Q's, and make sure they do everything in a way that is buttoned up and strategic and effective. And what happened yesterday, because there was a, a complete and total expectation. I had said Sunday night, no doubt, that Daniel Snyder would be discussed during the owners-only session. Well, Jim Ursay did the discussion publicly. He lit the fuse before the owners-only session. So right out of the gates, the aforementioned Jeff Pash, who was implicated in the email scandal last year, shut it down, I'm told, per source with knowledge of the situation. Pash said, "We're not talking about this in here." And think about it, Tanya Snyder is in the room, the representative of Daniel. Now, I guess they could ask her to leave like they did with Steve Ross at one point when they were just Oh no, they did it with Stan Cronkey, I'm sorry. Earlier this year when they were discussing what they were going to do about the St. Louis lawsuit, the St. Louis settlement. And they resolved that yesterday. Uh, Stan Kroenke is paying the majority of the money. But whatever they say, you know, if you're going to have litigation, the, the billionaires start popping off. That all becomes discoverable, as the lawyers say. You can take depositions of the owners and say, what did they say about Daniel Snyder? In the room, what did he say? What did she say? What did you say? So Jeff Pash wisely pulling the plug on any private conversation that really wouldn't stay private if there is lawsuit after lawsuit after lawsuit filed by Daniel Snyder. So that was smart. And if Jim Irsay hadn't gone off the way he had, there's a good chance he would have gone off the way he did in the room, right? Instead of outside the room.
3: Hmm, it's interesting. It is. Uh, it, it makes sense, and I, I think, you know, you said it right. It, it's probably – it's. I, I would think the league really doesn't want Daniel Snyder either, and, and they're in that, that club that you're talking about where, yeah, we're determined to get, a, get him, but we're also determined to cross the T's and dot the I's the right way so something we say or do doesn't come back to bite us in the butt here when it comes litigation time. It does. It makes sense. It was smart by Jeff well, Pash. Maybe that was – Maybe that was part of the plan here. Maybe maybe somebody, and you know, I don't know. Again, they just, I find I Ursa- I don't want to give them too much credit. I know. I don't want right. give them too much credit. I know. I know. Sometimes, sometimes smart, it's just sometimes stuff happens. Stupid, right? <laughs> sometimes stuff just happens
1: and yeah. there's no plan. Yeah. It just life unfolds. Um, here's what I keep going back to, though, Chris. July 1, 2021. This was masterful by the league office because July 1 is the day that they announced the punishment of the commanders. Not Dan Snyder of the commanders and it was buried at the bottom of the announcement that Snyder would be stepping aside. And there were reports and contradictions as to whether it was voluntary or involuntary and whether he could come back with the commissioner's approval or without the commissioner's approval. It's just been weird from the get go. But July one, it was a Thursday. The fourth fell on a Sunday. So I remember this vividly. They, they, They brushed all the evidence under the rug. They had a conference call with reporters, and they said, because we have promised anonymity to some of these former employees, we're not going to reveal any of the facts. And from the get-go, I was like, what is this? What? You can just change names. I wrote article after article about this. All you do is change the names. The Andrew Cuomo stuff was going down right about the same time. They changed the names of the people who wanted their identities to be protected and not be subject to reprisals. So – they, they And they timed it perfectly because Friday the 2nd, Saturday the 3rd, Sunday the 4th, Monday the 5th. A lot of people had Friday and or Monday off. Right. The world didn't plug back in until Tuesday. Five days later, hard reset in the summertime. Nobody's paying attention. It never became a thing. And it may have never become a thing but for the John Gruden emails of roughly a year ago. So I say all this, Chris, because at the time... I was confused, and I still am confused. I'm confused about a lot of things. But why are they protecting this guy? Why? why? They don't like him. He's the least popular of all owners. Right. Without question. Yeah. I've talked to enough people in and around the league over the past 21 years to know they don't like him. Right. Okay? Yep. So they're not protecting him for him. My first thought was they're protecting themselves against putting other owners – In a situation where disgruntled employees starts making accusations and that's the first domino. And the next thing you know, you got an investigation where it's like getting audited by the IRS. I didn't do anything wrong, but I really don't want anybody poking around in my stuff to look for something because they're going to feel compelled to find something that maybe isn't there. So none of these owners want a Beth Wilkinson, Mary Jo White investigation looking for anything because they may find something or they may think they found something when they didn't. We just don't want that. So that's what I thought at the time. Was the explanation? We don't want this precedent to be used against us, but but then I, I started to realize at some point over the last year or so that they they're just afraid of the guy. This was what was encapsulated by the ESPN report. They're afraid of what he will do. They're afraid of what he knows. And that's why some believe that he leaked the John Gruden emails. It's a hell of a warning shot. Whether it was just retribution because he was pissed what happened to him and he's got these, and maybe he just got a bad taste in his mouth about Jay Gruden and his time. Is co- whatever. Whatever. It it was the you know, the showing of the sword to the rest of the league. Don't mess with me. And that's what culminated in Thursday's report from ESPN. This idea that he believes he's got some sort of protection because they're afraid of him. And and that's what I keep coming back to. They're treading lightly because they know they're going to get a fight in court yeah. and that he's going to fight dirty either in court or out of court, that that's what they believe. I'm not saying he's going to. I don't want to be sued either, but I think they believe and they fear that that's what he's going to do, that that is the, the best explanation for why they tiptoed on eggshells in July of 2021 and why they're being careful now. They know if they make this move, Chris, they're going to have one hell of a fight.
3: Yeah, I I mean, again, I, I think that's why we're all tuned into this a little bit. It's, it's, it seems that way. Daniel Snyder, from all evidence, from all due accounts that we've seen, you know, through his tenure, yeah, he's willing to go scorched earth. And again, yeah, you're not the only one that believes maybe or, or has put out there the fact that, you know, allegedly or whatever else, whatever word you want, I don't want him suing me either, that maybe he is the one that released the Gruden emails. And definitely that's why the NFL's been tiptoeing around this. They're afraid he's going to expose people. They're afraid he's going to expose people. You've been saying that from the start. They're afraid it's going to expose them that, of course, with the Beth Wilkinson thing, they knew some of this crap was going on. So that's the other reason they didn't want to, you know, deal with that or, you know, put it front and center during a a hot media time or when Pete, you know, what's why they hit it that July 4th weekend. It's, it's, so I think there's a lot of things they got to be careful with here. They're trying to protect their butts from more information coming out and they don't want to make it look like, ah, we kind of knew some of this stuff, but we kind of just swept it under the rug. Excellent point. Right. Excellent
1: point that, that has kind of flashed through my brain in the past 16 months or so that. At some point, someone's going to start asking the league, what did you know and when did you know and and why did you let this mess fester for as long as you did? And and it's occurred to me, and I don't know that there's any merit to it, but Brian LaFamina, who was the president of the organization or had some title, some big title on the business side of the commanders and was only there like seven or eight months and got fired – He's been mentioned by some of these former employees as someone that they went to, someone that, that knew what was going on. Well, he came straight from the league office. And how crazy is it to think that once he leaves the league office and goes into the commander's organization, known by a different name at the time, and starts seeing all this stuff and experiencing it and getting complaints from employees – You've got a group of coworkers in the league office that you used to be with all the time. How do we know there aren't emails where he says, my God, what a mess this place is. Why has nobody ever done anything about this? Place? Yeah, right. This place needs to be cleaned up. It mm-hmm. needs to be gutted. It needs to we need we need we need that we need new ownership here. I can't believe this is as bad as it is. And then it still continues for a certain period of time before it all really hits the fans, So I, I think your instincts are right. There's an element of when are the hard questions going to be directed back to us for not taking action sooner. I think that's very important. There's another issue here that bubbled up yesterday because Lisa Banks and, or is it Lisa Banks and Deborah Katz, I think that's it. Lisa Banks and Deborah Katz, the two lawyers who represent more than 40 former Washington employees, issued a letter to Roger Goodell yesterday saying, hey, we've read the ESPN 10,000-word article. And there's something in there about Dan Snyder having a list of the names of enemies that he has. And apparently he's gotten the names of the employees who cooperated with Beck." Wilkinson's investigation even though that was supposed to be all secret and now now we know why people had private investigators showing up at their houses after they spoke to Beth Wilkinson so the ultimate irony here Chris would be the NFL insisting on not making any of this information public waving this flag of we're protecting the privacy of the individual employees and the truth being if this is the truth that somehow the names got back to Daniel Snyder, and he still retaliated against them anyway. That's the accusation, and these lawyers are threatening suit against the league for failing to honor their promise to protect these employees if it's true that the names were somehow provided to Daniel Snyder through the league as to who cooperated with the Wilkinson investigation, I mean that if that's true, do you think the league despicable? Is? is that
3: well? I, that's right. I want to go. Is the league that stupid? Like are they, if, if, if they are. And I, I don't know. I got to reevaluate my whole thought of the shield. If they gave gave the names to, to Daniel Snyder, I mean that, that's right. I would just be what? Okay, wait. We we got issues here. We're not very smart. We're not as buttoned up as I thought. I, I mean, yeah, I, that's crazy. That is absolutely crazy. I, I mean, I would like to think that that didn't happen, and I'd like to think that if Daniel Snyder did get the names, it's because he's a billionaire and he paid the right people to figure it out, and who knows? They followed the investigators from the NFL to these places. I mean, maybe, maybe that's what happened, but damn. I mean, if that's the case where the NFL gave the names to Daniel Snyder, well, th- then crap. Maybe the whole league office needs to be blown up and they got to figure out new leadership because that would be the dumbest move ever.
1: That was another comment that came from the commander's spokesman yesterday denying anything about having the information. So there's two sides to all of this, and obviously anything that is – directly or indirectly negative toward Daniel Snyder, there's going to be an aggressive response. It's just clockwork at this point. You know it's coming and you know he's going to defend himself loudly. And it's another reminder that if you ever do make a move on him, there is going to be hell and lawyers to pay. One last thing before we end this segment, because I want to spin it forward here. Someone was asking me last night, where does this go from here? Well, we're waiting for Mary Jo White's investigation. Well, when is she going to conclude her investigation? And I I started thinking about it because I've done investigations like this when I was practicing law. Basically, she'll be done whenever her client tells her it needs the report. That's how the world works. When you're doing work for a client that is paying you a very handsome amount by the hour, you ask them, when do you need this by? When do you need this? And then you work backward. Okay, I need to have this by... October 31, okay? I'll work backward. I'll plan the rest of my month, and I'll get it done. And lawyers will I, – I, I was in that life. I mean, we think football coaches work hard, especially lawyers who get paid by the hour because your only commodity is your time. Good lawyers bust their asses, and it is a thankless existence. Yeah, you get paid well, but you're working all the time. And if you get more efficient at what you do, well, you just got to find more work to do to bill more hours. You want between 2000 and 3000 a year. And when you start doing the math week by week, that's a lot of work. So whatever it takes, you want this by October 31, I'll bust my ass and get it done by then. It's, she's had it for months. So so my point is this. The league will have it whenever the league wants it. This isn't, this isn't Mary Jo White operating like a judge. And we're waiting for the judge to issue her decision. She's working for the league. So we will get her report whenever the league wants it. So, Chris, for the same reason there was strategy July 1 of 2021 to bury the Wilkinson probe. What's the strategy going to be this time? Yeah, you know, I I was starting to it's guess not happening last during night. the
3: season, right? Uh... Well,
1: well, I don't know, I don't know. Look, but but if it does, what day of the week? A Tuesday? Is that a day? Look, look at how perfect Tuesday was yesterday for all this stuff to hit the fan. If the league wants to create the groundswell. They pick the day, pick the week. You got Halloween coming up. You got the trade deadline. You got an election coming up. You've got Thanksgiving. What day's the best day? What week's the best week? When do we drop this bomb if the goal is to get to 24? And we still don't know what the league office really wants. It could just There's a chance that, that the commissioner just wants this all to go away. I mean, his job at any given moment consists of herding 32 cats. Which helps explain why yesterday he was saying in one breath, you know, this speculation isn't good for anybody. And in the other breath, you have a problem with what Jim Irsay said. No, I don't. Well, of course you do. You you don't want people to speculate and say these things. But he doesn't want to piss off Jim Irsay because he's one of the 32 cats he's got to herd. So it could, it could be that the league office still wants to find a way to engineer an outcome that is status quo. Uh I, I I don't not know that that now. still is true. No, I don't. Right. Th- I think at some point you got to give in to the fact that yeah we've got this past is all about that. counting votes. Right. You got to count the votes. You got to know are are we at twenty four or
3: not? And if we're at twenty four, then I better bend to the will of the twenty four. I would be shocked if this came out during the season. I would be shocked. I think a little bit of like, hey, they're gonna let it fizzle down and and you know they're gonna let this play out. But I I, I would be shocked if the NFL wants this to be the number one story in the league during the football season. That's where I just would think that, you know, when I think about it, I think, oh, late February, March, something like that maybe is when we start to hear about this.
1: Yeah, but... But bright shiny objects, bright, right? Shiny objects, but yeah, right. right? So you are saying because of the, the games time- and all
3: that, it'll just we'll forget about it and be like, yeah, that was a great Monday night game. Hey, by the way, Daniel Snyder, you are right. You are probably yeah. you are right. Yeah, yeah and yeah. oh,
1: we got a game on Thursday night. Right. Oh, right. we got games on Sunday night. Oh, we got oh, we got games. We got games. We got games. Mm. Yeah, I mean maybe around the playoffs. I don't know when there is when there is even more excitement and attention paid to the games. But they, they do benefit from having to wrestle with this stuff during football season. Because Chris, we're only going to talk about it today. We're not talking about it tomorrow. Tomorrow we're going to be talking about the Saints yeah. and the Cardinals. Right. And, and, it's, and, and we've already spent 45 minutes on it. And uh, But for Jim Ursay yesterday, we wouldn't have spent that much time on it. So I, 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 my, my, my point is this. Mary Jo White is not Judge Wapner, and we're just waiting for her to make a decision she will make her decision and give her report to the NFL exactly when the NFL says they want it. And there will be a a strategic effort to pick a day and a month based upon whatever the agenda is for the league. Um, There there, uh, may or may not be 24 owners who want to get rid of Dan Snyder, but there are 31 that want to extend Roger Goodell's contract. There's one who doesn't, though. And that led to... Another interesting moment on an action-packed Tuesday for the NFL's owners. We'll talk about Jerry Jones doing Jerry Jones things when PFT Live, presented by Google Pixel, continues right after this.
0: At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every goal, every game, every point, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar.